You're listening to Convinced, and I'm Vince Roca. Did he say venti mocha? <laughs> Just always cracks me up. And I'm Michael Hutchinson, not of NXS. <laughs> How's it going, man? It's going good. How about yourself? Uh, life is awesome. Life is good. How can it be bad? Well, there's live- a lot of people who, are, who say it's bad because we have a new president. Well, not necessarily a new president, but a president that got reelected. Therefore, uh, it's going to be bad. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's if, at the very worst, it's just going to be the same as it was four years ago, the past four years. And we survived eight Bush years. So, I mean, how much worse could it possibly be? Uh, and But I know this, and it doesn't make a difference. Who's but, in office, I don't think. No, I don't. Yeah, exactly. It does. It, well, it makes a difference in that um, if a Republican is in office, we stand a good chance of going to war. If a Democrat's in office, we're probably not. I mean, that's the biggest difference uh, as to which party is there. And historically, I'm not saying that to, you know, bite on the Republican Party. I mean, there certainly are times when we needed to go to war. Uh, But historically, that's the case is we, you know, go to war when a Republican president is there. Well, that's started with the Civil War when the Republican Party started. So, yeah, I guess you could trace it back to to then. And Romney was going to attack the Chinese and uh, not attack the Chinese. He was just going to deem them the... uh, currency manipulator yes and 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 try to stop them from lowering their rates and all that kind of stuff and dictate to them how they should handle their finances because we're so good at it that's right um but yeah i I don't know i mean who you see the facebook posts people are like oh my god that's it it's the end of the world it's done i mean we saw that shit when bush won too uh it's it's, half of the population is always going to be bent and And, and, yeah exactly and had romney won Next year is going to be the same as it's going to be with Obama in office. Exactly. Other than we probably would be at war with China, Um, which, you know, they're not going to no one's going to push the button on a nuclear missile uh, because it destroys us all. And no one isn't really interested in that. Uh, We would just be a war with China. And actually, the biggest realization would be that uh, all of a sudden, all of our goods and services would become very expensive. And And that's true. And people would then realize, you know, how much we owe to China. Of course, then maybe that would mean that uh, American factories would take off again and we would revert back to uh, good old uh, American craftsmanship. Well, I, see, I, I don't think that would happen because I think a lot of companies would be like Hostess, who is now under because American workers need so much money. They have to have so much benefits. Well, so what happens? Yeah. Uh, end up going under. And when Romney was uh, – part of Romney's ticket was wanting to put uh, – make America competitive with – these other nations like China, Malaysia, Taiwan. Um, and you you would hear Obama talk strongly about education, and you would hear Romney mention education. Um, they, they like to pretend that uh, education makes us competitive in a global marketplace, and it actually doesn't. Lack of education is what makes us competitive. Those uh, eight-year-old children who are making, you know, our widgets in China have no education, and they work for, you know, ten cents a, a fucking day or whatever the hell it is. So, if you want America to be competitive, we need a dumber America who works for next to nothing, doesn't go to school, child labor. But we that's, a, that's competitive. We want. We always want something. Absolutely. That's. But that's we deserve. We're Americans. We deserve. We it. do. Even if we didn't do it, don't do anything. I deserve money. Um, that's comp. Well, yeah, as your high school students would attest, um, that's competition in a global marketplace. When you make people educated, which uh, which is happening in China, it is happening in China, and uh, here in America, we try, we strive, we 
intend on it. I don't know that we, I don't know what our current, uh, what the statistical standards or the statistics are for education across the country. You're probably better at it than me. Um, how many people don't actually graduate or how many people go on to high school to college and things like that. Yeah. I forgot what the numbers are, but there's surprisingly, there's actually a lot that don't graduate. They don't and, graduate and the, high school. Yeah, or? Don't graduate high school. Yeah. And it depends on the state. Um, I heard something that we had, uh, more, uh, college graduates than we've ever had in history. And we've had more, uh, kids entering the college system than we've ever had in history. That is true. But do, now we, so now we have all these thinkers, well, but nobody who's actually going to do any work. That's exactly it. I deserve. And that's the point that I'm getting to is uh, the reason that we have um, more kids in college is actually because the lack of jobs. So kids can take out uh, government loans and uh, live off of those while they go to college and try to prepare themselves for a career with that good old liberal arts degree that will do That's nothing right. for them. But uh, they try to prepare themselves for a career in the world and hope that at the time, four years from now that they come out, that the economy will be better. Of course, people who are graduating today and entered the economy or entered the college system four years ago are realizing they're in the same screwed position and competing for jobs against people just as intelligent as them and not making as much money. So they're bitter. Everybody is bitter, which I don't know why. I mean, if you got an education solely for the per- solely on the purpose of making more money and don't appreciate what you learned, that's, I mean, you missed the fucking point. I mean, just one of the piece of paper. Well, dad but, wanted me to get my diploma. Yeah. But part of it is like, this comes from someone who dropped out of school in the ninth grade. Education is something that no one can take away from you. Like you, you become smart or educated or you know something about something. You will always know it. No one can take that away from you. So you go to college, you find something that you're interested in, you become an expert at it and you should thrive and be excited by the simple, uh, by simply knowing it, by simply knowing what you know and what you do. Um, but I, if you just go just to make money, then I guess that's as well, I think these days, a lot of kids go just because that's what they're supposed to do. That's what they've been told. That's what, well, you know, and you're it, groomed to go to college. That's what you have to do. Yeah. And again, they, what are their options? I mean, they're not going to, they can't get a job doing anything else. So they go to school to try and make themselves better. And then the job isn't there. Um, but back to, you're right. I mean, they become educated and then for what? I mean, they're not going to go to work in a factory. No, that's I'm, way yeah, below them. Exactly. I got a college degree. Uh, I'm not going to go work in factory. So if we want to compete in a global marketplace, we need a, a dumber population. Uh, and you know, we need to put kids to work, you know, seven year olds to work. They got, it's, you know, seven year olds. I don't have, know if I'm familiar with that direction, but they have those tiny little fingers that can, you know, get the little things inside the iPods. Uh, yes. Back to the industrial age. Yeah. Uh, but that's the future. I mean, that, that's where China thrives. It thrives on the industrial age. It's, it's not, we invent shit that other people make. Um, America's smartest thing is to control population here, but we don't, we, but we don't, and but we need to, if we had, um, if we didn't photocopy ourselves as much, uh, we reduced our population, then we could have a population of that's much that's educated, a smarter population that doesn't have to work in assembly lines and outsource all of the shit to other countries to do. 
I mean, we need a, a certain. So we, amount. we don't need nineteen and counting or whatever that TV show is. Oh my god, uh, I don't. Uh, <laughs> well, I think nineteen like children or something. Yeah, they, they, and then there, well, there's John and Kate plus eight, and the octuplets, uh, and then there's the guy who's married to three wives and has a oh, bunch yeah. of children, uh, sister um, wives. Yeah. What what happened? When did the Learning Channel no longer be about learning and became about fucking Honey Boo Boo? <laughs> Cause now, granted, because that's what people want to watch. Honey Boo Boo is some entertaining shit, but we, Deanna and I, were just talking that Honey Boo Boo should open with a warning label, like <laughs> like uh, Hoarders does. The graphic scenes you are about to see might be damaging yeah. to you. Viewer discretion is advised. Because um, Honey Boo Boo can fuck you up. I mean, some people it leads them down the path of realizing that, oh, I can just be fat and stupid and ugly and get a TV show. And that, that's my and career path. there's a lot path. of people who want to do that too. And there's a lot of people who succeed well, at that. I, well, yeah. I mean, look at the Kardashians. You know, I'm looking at the news and Kim Kardashian said something about Israel or Palestine the other day. And that's in the news. Really? Because Kim Kardashian is what? Yeah. That, like her voice means what to who? Um, that Kardashians are an interesting one. If Kim wasn't so pretty and wasn't so bootalicious, would that family be anything? Uh, probably not. I mean, it all started, they owe everything to Kim, whether they realize it or not. I mean, even, Kim's way prettier than mom, which mom, I guess, was a model when... Uh, <laughs> In 1800s. I don't know. Yeah, she's old. <laughs> uh, but they're, they're the... Is it... Well, Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner has... Yeah, but wait a minute. They're the Shapiro... Are they Shapiro kids? Their father uh, uh, was OJ, one of OJ's lawyers. Um, but he's he's passed away, right? He yeah. Was, yeah. Is it? Well, I don't think. Was it Shapiro? I don't remember who it was. Or, oh, Kardashian. It was Kardashian. <laughs> we'll edit that later. Make it sound smart. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> um, yeah, Kardashian uh, is the father, and then Bruce Jenner. Duh. I was I was so sitting here thinking, oh, they took, and even then, how they many, took Bruce Jenner's name. And how many kids do they have? Uh, it's like four or five, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they have two younger daughters, which are Bruce there's and Chris's, Kim. and then there's the three or four. Aren't there three girls and one boy? Uh, are the Kardashians? Well, there's Kim and then Chloe uh, and a bunch of ugly ones. <laughs> there's Kim and <laughs> and then yeah, the rest. Exactly. Um, which Kim? So I think they're up to like six or seven kids. Right. And they, well, they can afford them, but they still shouldn't be having them oh, just yeah, because well, you yeah. can afford them. Exactly. They can afford them. Can we afford those kids later on when their parents die? Uh, well, actually, you know what? And this even goes them? further. I don't know if you know this. Uh, Bruce Jenner's son uh, owns a church. Do you know about that? I do not know. All right. I probably should have read up on this and prepared on it, but I'll bastardize it. Fuck it. We Google it and then really get our facts right, but we'll just wing it. Um, Bruce Jenner's son owns a church that operates out of a hotel banquet in Westlake Village area. Um, It was discovered, uh, actually, then it kind of went back. The Jenners and the Kardashians every year give to charity. Well, it was finally figured out the charity that they give to is that church. That's sweet. So they give it in the family. They give to themselves. Exactly. So, but it's tax write off. Exactly. So the question then became, is this a real church operating out of a banquet room in a hotel lobby, which apparently a lot of churches actually do operate that way. Um, or is this just some sort of tax scam tax shelter? Uh, so 
the the Jenners and the Kardashians who are filthy rich and gave birth to a beautiful girl who has no problem making money on her own based on her looks because obviously she doesn't have the brains. <laughs> she doesn't um, do anything else. Yeah, I mean, pretty people are always going to be successful in life, and you know, some of them then are really good directors. Damn you, Ben Affleck. <laughs> um, but uh, the other one got figured out. Hey, you know, start a religion. I mean, that's what uh, Scientology. What's his face? L. Ron, L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was there's good money in religion. And L. Ron Hubbard was uh, prior when he made when he was just a science fiction writer prior to launching Scientology. He had I don't know if it was written or publicly stated uh, that if you want to make money, what you should do is start a religion. Mm-hmm. And then he went ahead and did that, which is why a lot of people knock Scientology. I don't. Yeah, that's the reason they knock it. Well. <laughs> It's the foundation of why people knock it. Frankly, I don't. I I know Scientologists. They're happy people. I don't give a shit. Whatever. It's if that's what makes it's happy, just as silly as any other religion. That's just it. I mean, <laughs> you know, you a science. What is you want to believe? A science fiction uh, writer found a religion. Yeah, big deal. A carpenter found another one. I mean, it's just it's mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, some guy in a cave founded another one. Yeah. Uh, right? Yes. The prophets, yeah, whatever. So anyway, uh, yeah, the Kardashians and Boo Boo, Honey Boo Boo, and I strongly advise anyone to at least watch one episode of Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> you you have no idea. It's good family values there. You, you have no idea what you're missing until you watch Honey Boo Boo. And just, mom looks like a human thumb. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a guy who who is interested in her. Which is he? I mean, there's a I don't know his name on the show. I've only because she's making money. No, but he was there before. He's been around for several years. Uh, and I think he's the father of one kid. She won't marry him. I've only watched, I don't know, maybe a half hour of a total of Honey Boo Boo. I'll flip stations and I'll come do it and I'll watch it for five minutes and just laugh. Uh, and there's, there is no plot that you can pick up on what's going on. And then in pop culture references as well, I've picked up on what's going on. But um the the idea that uh, someone like that exists, and that she's actually there's actually a beau out there who's willing to search her out, gives tons of ugly fat women across America hope. I mean, <laughs> there's somebody for everybody. Yeah, and that, so I mean, there's it's hopeful in that. Um, watching Honey Boo Boo makes you, no matter how bad your day is, you watch Honey Boo Boo and you realize how good you have it in life. Uh, that's why people watch Jerry Springer, right? Yeah, at absolutely. least I'm not them. At least I'm not them. At least I'm not that, you know, fat, ugly family. And other fat, ugly families watch it and go, that could be us. And <laughs> then they relate to him. I mean, Honey Boo Boo just, it makes everybody fucking feel good and <laughs> realize. Yet you only watch five minutes at a time. That's it. Because <laughs> it's, I feel dirty. I feel really bad watching it. Like, I don't, I don't want to support the show, even though I'm, t- I'm fucking telling people that they should watch Honey Boo Boo. Don't watch Honey Boo Boo. Um, but it's just so you have so, me convinced to watch not watch it it's uh it's like watching a car accident or watching i we talked about a while ago that if someone were jumping off of a building i would stop and watch and then i would regret it after i saw him die cuz it would scar me but i would still watch cuz <laughs> i saw those things i yeah, you know i saw a dead body once and when i did it it scarred me. It, it stuck with me. For yeah, you got to stop and look. That's yeah. why people stop at accidents right on the road. Right. Like, oh. That's honey boo boo. It's like you can't, you shouldn't watch it, but you you have to. So, but you're not learning anything from it, huh? On okay. the learning channel. Well, you just feel, yeah, the learning channel. That's what I'm, I'm learning that that's on. not me, and I don't want my life to go there. I'm learning that I miss the learning channel. <laughs> that uh, I got to watch uh, A and E to learn shit now. 
which doesn't make sense. Arts and entertainment is history channel has what storage wars. That's a and E and that's where I was saying, learn things. Um, Storage Wars is a fun show, but you... It's, but doesn't history have one of those also? Like yeah, something pawn, like, history has Pawn Stars and uh, American Pickers. Uh, I burped. <clears throat> Which are two of their mo- po- most popular shows. Uh, but in the defense of history, um, American Pickers and uh, Pawn Stars are not really about the uh, people who work there. It's what they find. They're about the items. They are. We do learn about Rick and Chumley and, and the uh, people who are on the show because you, you just kind of have to by default. Um, but it, they focus. It's Antiques Roadshow on steroids. I mean, they focus just on – Just make it more fun. Yeah. We'll and, add a little drama to it. And there's always history. I mean, people bring stuff into pawn, uh, Rick's place, pawn, uh, the pawn shop, Gold and Silver Pawn in Vegas. Uh, and then he, you know, gives a quick little history lesson. He does, which is pretty amazing. Like he just comes up with it. And I don't know well, how far in value. Yeah. I, I realize, but he's like, Oh, and that, da, 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 that da, da, much da. shit does not come into <laughs> a pawn store. That much cool <laughs> shit doesn't come into a pawn store in one day. It's mostly gold watches and shit like that. So they have to, the producers have to line these people up. I'm sure there's somewhere, maybe it's just in the pawn shop. If you have something interesting that you want to sell, um, come in on these dates. There's probably when they're filming. There's probably a line wrapped around I'm the building sure and, and producers going down the line looking at stuff, which is how Antiques Roadshow runs. So it's not really like they're scamming the system. Antiques Roadshow showed you in the background. There's hundreds of people, mm-hmm. and they go to like these uh, um, appraisal events, and people are hoping to be the ones selected. And there are producers and that roam around, find the best ones, and show it. Because I don't want to know what your Rolex is worth that your grandfather, who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. You know, I want to I want to see show metal. Flamethrower, does it still work? Exactly. So, uh, and then thanks to Google and Wikipedia is really what makes Rick smart. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt that the guy, the guy's been running a pawn shop for a long time. And I know he knows a lot about a lot of things. But uh, he he does, nobody knows that much. <laughs> There's that Wik- knowledgeable. <laughs> yeah, Wikipedia and Google are definitely involved. I mean, uh, you know, we're pretty smart guys, but at the drop of a hat, we can't remember. Uh, I can't remember the exact particulars of the Bruce Jenner, you know, the uh, Brody Jenner <laughs> story. I mean, you need to refresh your memory. You go, oh, I, I remember. Yeah, there was some treasure off the coast of Spain. Let me look it up. And then you find out. But at least it's historical. And A&E shows storage wards, which uh, goes into items and their history and stuff. Uh, and that's historical. But fucking learning channel is toddlers and tiaras. Uh, say yes to the dress. Honey boo boo. I mean, it's just shit television after shit. Tel- MTV has a higher IQ than TLC does now. <laughs> I mean, it does. Even with Jersey Shore? I don't know. At least, well, at least on MTV, you're bound to see a jackass and realize, oh, I probably shouldn't kick <laughs> myself in the nuts. Honey Boo Boo and TLC, you learn nothing on TLC. It's shit. Anyway, enough of that boring stuff. What else is new? What's going well, on? Well, that, that can take us to uh, should Texas is now wanting to uh, give drug testing for unemployment or welfare workers. Is that something they should do? Uh, don't we do that? Does, do we do no, that we do not drug California? test. I, I am firmly behind that. So you're, you say you're firmly behind it. Absolutely. Okay. So you do drugs. Uh-huh. Who suffers? You have six kids. Who's suffering now? Because now you don't get your unemployment or welfare. Um, okay. So the ki- so, because because who's on the welfare? It's all right, the parent right. or the kids? 
So the parent is on welfare. And under my system, I'm saying that if the parent doesn't pass a drug test, then they don't get their welfare check. So uh, if they don't get there, they're going to do the drugs anyway. So if they don't get their welfare check, then the children suffer. Well, I think the children suffer far more for having a uh, drug-abusing alcoholic parent. So uh, if I can use my tax dollars to force people to live uh, the kind of life that I dictate to them until they're capable of financially supporting themselves and living the life that they want, I'm fine with that. That's what we do. That's what we currently do. So those right? kids, they have the six kids now, well, they're going to be living off your system, off your tax dollars, probably going into foster care or something like that where the parents no longer going to take care of them. I'm okay with that. I'm, I most, if you are, look, if you really want to get to the na- down in the Nats ass, most people who are on welfare, I would rather see the kids taken away from them and put in the foster system and never even be able to give back to given back to the parents because most welfare parents produce welfare children. And um, that is true. That's uh, uh so it's a vicious cycle and the parents are worthless uh, pieces of there's shit. There's a whole book about that too, about poverty and, okay. and how family lines it's uh, generational poverty is what's referred to take, as take the kids away, put them in the system. Um, if we, uh, Part of the reason that you've got people like Angelina Jolie leaving the country to uh, purchase kids is because – I don't think purchase is a correct Whatever. Whatever. That's what it is. Fucking whatever. She goes to another country and picks up another black kid is because America makes it very hard to adopt children here. That they do and Um, especially if it's another race. Uh, yeah, not as hard as it used to be. The biggest difficulty is in the way that, uh, um, parents give up their children and then have rights in certain States to go back and get their kids. So, uh, California is much better than many other States. Uh, and there are people who actually will come to California, take up residency here simply for the purpose of adopting from through California. Um, we went to, at one point, uh, the wife and I were thinking about adoption, uh, we went to a seminar, um, not even, not a seminar. We went to an adoption agency that does a, uh, a seminar. Sounds like something we did at the fucking, <laughs> like you got a free lunch with it. The LAX in <laughs> actually it did come with a lunch. <laughs> Wait and, a second. Um, it was in a hotel banquet room. <laughs> uh, the, but the law firm that uh, handles the adoptions was across the street. They have a small law office. They rent the banquet room across the street, uh, at the hotel and the, People, they don't really solicit. You seek them out. Uh, And then they just explain to you. They don't really, I mean, their services are available and they make money off of that. Um, But they're not really soliciting business. They're just educating you on the adoption process. And they actually educate you on the foster adopt process too, which uh, we then went, the state uh, every month, I think it is, has a uh, seminar of sorts. Um, uh, this one was in a library, um, on how to, on foster adopt, foster adopt. And we went to that. Um, and there were limited locations. One was like Norwalk. Another one was Lancaster. There were none that were like Beverly Hills. Really? No, no, not even like Encino, Sherman Oaks, nothing in the Valley. No, it was Lancaster and Norwalk. So Deanna and I went up to Lancaster 
uh, and we were in a room of uh, probably 50% of the people were welfare recipients. There was one other couple our age who were in the same situation as us, just a married couple thinking about adopting a child. Everyone else there was looking for foster adopt and how much they make. I'd got, I fucking, I shouldn't even be talking about this. We should save this for another show because I still have the paperwork. <laughs> if you get, there's a scale that's all laid oh, yeah. out. The more disabilities they have, the, the more money you make. The more disabilities they have, the more money you make. And how many children you get, how much money you make. And people survive completely off of this. Yep. Um, and it's a terrible, it's just a fucking awful system. The kids have nowhere to go. So thankfully, the government is paying someone to watch them and the kids aren't just sitting in an orphanage. So it, it's a necessary evil uh, that these people exist who are taking care of the kids, but they're just, they're not the cream of the crop. The whole problem comes from simply not taking the kids away. Like you but do, where drugs, are they going to go? You, but, but if you, here's the system. If you take, if you just fucking sever ties, the parents are in jail, they're drug addicts. I mean, they're, you know, 10 time offenders. They're deemed unfit. Take the kids away and make it available for somebody to adopt get rid of the foster system. The foster system doesn't need to exist. There are plenty of people who would adopt those kids if they could just take them outright. So you would get rid of, if you, if you take the kids away, you would get rid of the foster system. You would get rid of kids growing up in the foster system. You would get rid of the shitty parents. You would get rid of the expense. So do you only have one shot at it? Like I, I, I did something wrong once. I get caught with drugs. They take my kids away. Is that, Look, my, is that my one shot and, I, then, and the kids this, are gone? This is something else that we have to explore, but we figured it out for driver's licenses. Driving, yeah. driving is a privilege. And after X amount of infractions, you get your license taken away from you or you get it suspended or you know things happen with your license. Yeah, but you still drive. My, my license gets suspended and I still have to go to work or go to the grocery store. Am I going, oh man, my license is suspended. Or am I going jumping in my car and driving? But that wouldn't be the same with the kids because when I would have another kid and we'd take that one away from you. I look, I'm an, I, I live in a fucking crazy world where in my mind you should have to apply to have a child. People should think they should. People, you should get a license to have a kid. Um, and in, I, yeah, the limit, I mean, you know, we should control population and put a limit on it, but, uh, I guess if you can financially provide for a kid, then that would extend your limit. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we were watching, uh, but what right does a fucking people think that they have a right to kids. If you make $10,000 a year, your wife makes $10,000 a year. You live in a one bedroom apartment. You don't have the right to reproduce. Uh, That's fucking exactly. stupid. We were watching a, a undercover boss, and there's a girl in there, and you're really nice, and she she's you know assistant manager, blah blah blah, and she's like, and I've been living in a homeless shelter for two years, and I got three kids, I have like a a seven year old, a two year old, and then like a nine month old. Like, and you live in a homeless shelter for two years, and you still had another that third child who, while you're at the homeless shelter, that's just, then that's it. Take yeah. him away. <laughs> Where would that those that when those were all newborns, when we knew that she couldn't support those kids. Why, Why did we leave him with him? Why didn't we take him away and let Angelina Jolie adopt him? Let some family Instead of her having there. to go to some other country. Exactly. This is the system. Fost adopt shouldn't exist. It, we would have, it, it would be such a better society. We wouldn't have, we would eliminate welfare. We would get out of welfare because welfare wouldn't breed welfare. And it's fucked up.
So yeah, I, you should have to take a drug test and the kids should suffer. And I am very much, I believe in the death penalty and I know 30% of the people on death row didn't do it, but you know, the, the good of the many outweighs the, you know, the that's sacrifice democracy of the right of the there. Few. Yes. And that's why we have a brand new, the, the president got elected and people are pissed because the, we voted majority of people liked it. That's democracy. Right. So I, I believe- does it make mistakes. Yes, it does. Well, of course. But it's still for the good of the masses. Of course. I mean, you know, I, I don't think that we should – I don't think that we should own people of a particular race. I'm not own necessarily them. against our ability to purchase people. I just don't know that it should just be based on someone's race. <laughs> like I would like to own somebody, not have any given race, but it would be nice to have have a servant. <laughs> Then that what kids are for? <laughs> well, that's why people have kids. Exactly. Because exactly. you don't need 19 um, of them. So, uh, so yeah, some laws, uh, yeah, they didn't turn out so well, as, as well as people thought. Um, which must have been, you just, uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah it, it's a tricky subject because you don't want to put all these kids in there because it's put more burden on the taxpayers. I, I don't think it's tricky. I think you first you reform the adoption laws and, well, and, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. No, it's not. Courts it, do not want to take the parents away, no, no matter what. Nothing is going to happen anytime soon, which is why it wouldn't have mattered if Romney or Obama won. Because nothing or Roseanne changes. Barr, for that matter. Or Rose, exactly. Nothing changes it. Well, actually, we would have been far more entertained <laughs> if Roseanne Barr had won. Um, but nothing's going to change in four years. It just doesn't. It takes leaps and bounds and decades for ideas to change and people to... and the younger generation to grow up with the radical thoughts that, Hey, you know what? Pot isn't that bad. We can legalize that shit and tax it and tax it and tax. You want to smoke it, it, you tax it. And that's the older generation that, uh, the, that older conservative generation is going away and the Republican party. This is a hot topic, uh, at the moment. Uh, they realized that the reason they didn't want is because they didn't reach the, the people that according to Romney, it was, uh, Obama's gifts to uh, immigrants and the gifts to college students. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not sure those are gifts. And it's always funny after the election, how uh, the losing party, be it Democrat or Republican, in this case it's Republican, distance themselves from their candidate. And the more dumb shit that he says, the further away that, you know, the Republican party pulls away from him. Um, and that's another example of dumb shit is, is the gifts that Obama gave. Um, Romney had, he won would have had this same amount of gifts that promises that you make during the campaign trail that you have to pay back. Um, those are the only gifts that were, that are promised or given at all. Um, I just don't understand why he refers to him as gifts. Because he's a fucking bitter (laughs) loser and you know, he's never going to become president and that's, that's a fact now. I mean, there's, they don't put people back on the ticket. No, it doesn't work out well. Did Um, for Nixon. Uh, did it? It was Nixon the one that came back on the ticket a second time. Yeah, Nixon lost to uh, JFK. Uh, came back and won, and then won. Yeah. Well, that's because uh, who was the vice president of JFK that that fucked up the war? To Truman? No. Uh, Is it Truman? No. Nah. You probably should know that because they. I should know became that. president. Vietnam. Yeah, he became <laughs> Lyndon B. Johnson. Yeah. Johnson. Johnson is the one who was happily sworn in on the plane. See, this is why I say Rick, Rick can't, uh, Harrison can't know all of this stuff off the bat. You got to think for a minute. Wait a minute. Who is? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know my history now. 
anyhow, uh, yeah, I don't fucking, I don't know where the hell we were. Romney and Obama and whatever. Well, yeah, he's not going to be back on the ticket. It's that, we that need, the issue was putting him back on the ticket. He's America needs massive. Once he's a loser, he's deemed a loser. Yeah, he's, he, America needs massive reform. I say we clean house. Democracy, we could vote everybody out. I it one day I will be president, and the first thing I'll do is execute all prisoners. Then I'll move on to uh, mental institutions because they're useless, and then I'll probably slaughter the retarded. All right. Well, I'm convinced. Yeah. It look. It's drastic, but you know we start cleaning house. You need to just fucking start cleaning up, clean and, up the jails, and start taxing on take kids. That, take that jail money. What, what is it? It's uh, I believe it's China. Who, if you're allowed to have one kid, you have more than one kid. You have to pay the tax on it instead of yes. getting tax breaks like we do. I have 19 kids, so I don't have to pay any taxes because I get it all back. Let's start taxing. No, nope. you got to pay fifteen hundred dollars a year for your for every child you have. But what does that do for your well, well, ah, welfare world and argument? Now you're taxing people on welfare who are drug who are using drugs. At least, I, hey, I'm just trying. If to you can't abort, you can't afford this one abort. Uh well, now that gets into another hot topic, um, which I wasn't even going to touch. I mean, <laughs> uh, abortion, um, at least under the plan that I laid out, uh, the kids are brought to term and then made available for adoption. So we don't have to get in that uh, whole pro-life, pro-choice, pro-abortion debate. Um, although I, I have not, I have no problem with abortion. I have not as much as I think that, uh, adoption is great and you know, that all that sort of thing. Um, Hey, if you, it's your body, it's not as far as I'm concerned, it ain't a kid. Why should I tell you, you have to have a kid you don't want. I, yeah, I, you don't want this kid, but you're going to have it and I'm going to pay for it later. You can, you can give birth to the kid and give it away and not have the kid. Uh, so whether you terminate it, I, I mean, that's you are terminating your relationship with the child if you give it up for adoption. So if you terminate your relationship with your child in the wound, it's still a termination of the relationship. What do I care? I mean, it's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a problem with abortion. Um, no, if, if you don't want the child, neither do I. I don't think that it should be a uh, considered an active form of contra- contraception. Uh, that just is stupid, um, but that isn't because um, now, like, mistakes do happen and contraceptives don't always work. But right. yes, if you're in there every every couple times a year, yeah, getting yeah, an abortion, there, there's an issue. It's not, and and I'm not against that. I'm against that because that's probably just not good for your body. <laughs> like it's probably you oh, probably well. shouldn't be doing that. But in addition, you're probably just making bad choices all across the board. So under my presidential plan of stupid people must die, probably after the fourth or fifth abortion, I would execute you somewhere <laughs> somehow. You're not smart enough to know that contraception exists. Exactly. Or how so. to properly use it. Um, although one could argue that you are smart enough to find the abortion clinic. So there are some brain cells left. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, abortion. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. Abortion. So what else? Uh and uh, let's see. Oh, uh, seceding. How about seceding? We have three states right now who have, have petitioned, which is actually the people. I don't think the state governors have actually petitioned to uh, the White House to secede from the union. And I'm thinking to myself, you want to secede? And, and the three states are Virginia, Florida, and Texas. I know, hard to believe Texas wants to leave the union. Very, very hard to believe. And I'm thinking, okay, so a place that has no state taxes wants to secede from the union. Is that Texas has no state taxes? Texas has no state okay. taxes. Um, where are they going to get the money to survive? 
because, well, whoever takes office is going to have to put in taxes. Um, okay, I, uh, my, I have very limited knowledge here. I do know that if California uh, succeeded from the United States, it would be the ninth largest country in the world. Yes, because we have well, we have uh, the agriculture, we have yes. oil, we have we have everything you oil, can imagine. We have entertainment ports, we industry, have, yeah. we have ports. We uh, uh, the porn industry, the porn industry, but maybe not for much longer in L.A. Uh, they just moved to another county, though. Maybe San Diego becomes the porn capital. I think it might. Um, I don't know if a lot of people know, but uh, like 50% of the U.S.'s produce comes out of California. Yes, it does. How fucking crazy is that? Like how useless is the rest of the United States? Uh, one out of every nine <laughs> Americans live in California. That's – it's crazy. So we'd so, have enough people to have our armies. Right. We could have an army. We could we could fight the rest of the United States and probably win. Um, we'd have everything that we'd need except uh, when the earthquake came, then we would just be fucked. And yeah, then we're an island, right? Isn't that what everyone says? We're going to float off? Yeah, whoever's still alive. Yeah. Um, cause, uh, I'm pretty sure when that crack happens and California becomes an Island, the people in Nevada and Arizona are toast too. Is that as long as we have a Kardashian, as long as we have a Kardashian. Yeah. So, um, that's what I know about California, but does Texas, uh, Texas would still be pretty big because they do have the oil industry. Uh, they do have some agriculture there. I don't think they have beef. Uh, they have a lot, they, they they do a lot have of livestock, but we do too. It's, you know, we well, no, but I'm not comparing us to Texas. And we have I'm happy cows. So could so just so everyone knows we have happy cows. Could Texas? Uh, why couldn't uh, Texas succeed? Why couldn't? Can it not support itself? Well, they do. Oh, well, the the what they're talking about is because of taxes, right? Uh, because Obama's in office, he wants to do uh, have more taxes. Blah blah blah. Of course, if you're a Republican and you love the Reagan era, which most people do, uh, business taxes were at about sixty percent. Right now, they're bitching that they're going to go up to thirty nine percent. But everyone loves Reagan, but doesn't want to get back up to where Reagan was at. Right. Uh, it's. Uh, I saw a wonderful video that explained it uh, very simply, um, and it required uh, graphics to do it, so I won't do it justice. But it was the uh, Bush tax cuts. We had a $6 trillion surplus, uh, and the Bush tax cuts brought that to a – or we were projecting a $6 trillion deficit. The tax cuts brought that to – or not deficit, surplus – to a $3 trillion surplus. However, the projections – um, were not accurate to begin with because uh, they're just you know forecasting on computers like figuring out the weather and it turned out that even without the tax cuts we would have had a three trillion dollar surplus but the tax cuts then made the surplus nothing uh, over the eight years that uh, Bush was there and then of course the economy tanked and then the Obama spend the war in Iraq uh, brought that all down to this tremendous deficit so. Had those tax cuts, those Reagan tax cuts that you're talking, or those Reagan taxes that you're talking about, had they not been cut during the Bush years, uh, we would have been able to afford the war, and then had uh, wouldn't be in the debt that we're in. We would have uh, ultimately had the surplus, or have been pretty much flush, which is what Clinton was doing, uh, which gave us a surplus. Well, yeah, well, no, it didn't give us a surplus. Uh, just didn't put us in debt. Uh, or, uh, it didn't cost us as much. That's the words that I'm looking for. Um, during the Clinton years, it didn't cost as much. Because, but every fucking Republican will will diehard Republicans will disagree with this. Well, of course they will. <laughs> and they're they're going to no, argue no. it. And you know, Reagan was the best president that ever, even though you know your interest rate was like eighteen point something but percent. As, as you can imagine, buying a house right now at eighteen point six percent. 
which I think was the, was the high. Uh, I think it got up that high, but most mortgages during the Reagan years were like 11 and 12%. Yeah, yeah it didn't. It, and, and, you know, that's, and they a, should that, be. that's the way with playing with money, though. It is just a way of making sure our currency is at where it needs to be. So I, I do well, understand that. Uh, but if Texas were to want to secede, they are going to have to pay, start paying taxes because how else are they going to have their roads, their fire departments, their hospitals, whatever the case may be. Um, but everyone's against all these taxes of, of whatever. And now we have, you know, we're back to a democratic president and it's horrible. Right. No one wants to pay taxes. Um, but we want all our stuff. But we want all our stuff. Now I, okay. I griped with you earlier, uh, before we got on here about our sales tax. Uh, and I gripe about sales tax because, uh, sales tax, uh, hurts business. Uh, the, when sales tax goes up, people will, especially in today's internet society, people will buy stuff from out of state and circumvent the taxes. No more brick and mortar. It, it hurts local businesses very much. So on the fringes of the County, when you have uh, Los Angeles County and Riverside County, and this was for a, a long time, LA County was like 8% sales tax. Riverside County was for 6%. Uh, where were you going to go and purchase a car? Mm-hmm. So then they got smart and said, oh, well, it's not where you buy the car. It's where you register the car. So got rid of that. But still, you're on the borderline. Which supermarket are you going to go to? Which restaurant are you going to go to? Which, where are you going to go? What gap are you going to go buy clothes at? So it really hurts on the fringes. Federal income tax is stupid. I mean, it, it really you – could, you could have a high sales tax that was equal across the country and make up for a federal income tax. And a then, flat tax? Well, a flat sales tax, yeah, that would, that would allow taxes to go up equally across the country so it wouldn't matter where you bought stuff. Then it wouldn't impede business in various areas. And to some extent, this is going to have to happen because Amazon is such a force to be reckoned with and so many online retailers are uh, that it, it – we just are going to have to end up where commerce is no longer local. If commerce is global or, or at least in our country across America. Um, so ideally it would be nice if there was just a straight sales tax and it was at some sort of a percentage, be it 27%. And it was, that was just, but how's that going to work? If I, uh, if whatever we, we, as California across the country is now 10% sales tax. It would have to be higher than that. It's probably we're talking in the 20 to 25%. Okay, so 20-25%. I live in Alabama. I'm making $20,000. Right. That's a, that's a hell of a lot of money to me at that point. Right. You know, if I'm out here in California and I make whatever, but it, it's a lot different depending on where you live because of how what your cost of living is. Right. Well, uh, then one of two And things, how does it get spread equally? One because of, California one is going to use a lot more, you know, we have a lot capita. more schools. And but we that's have, just easy. That's easy to figure out. You just spread it per capita. It's what the, how many people. So it's always fair. So like when Why you have kids and you, you, you divide things up because it's never equal. No matter what, it's always equal. What do you mean? Well, okay. There's, there's more women. There's more men. There's more uh, races. There's more, whatever the case may be. There's always going to be something that, well, we need, we deserve more because we have more, whatever. We have more no. zoos. Wyoming doesn't have a zoo, but we do. Why? Why would we get the money? Because because Wyoming doesn't have a zoo. Which I don't know if Wyoming has a zoo or not. I'm I don't know either. But Wyoming should get the same funding for a zoo, whether they have one or not. If they don't want to have one, then it's bonus money for them. They can build so a they, statue. They get to keep it. 
Sure. So, why so why wouldn't L.A., for example, get rid of their zoo in San Diego? What? I get to keep the money and I don't have to have this program? That's the current system that we live in. L.A. does want to get rid of their zoo so they can have the money, so they can use the money for a bunch of other bullshit programs and pay ridiculous well, other but, high but salaries. You're that That's the system that we live in. Oh, if I get rid of the Coliseum, we will have all this extra money. That is what the system that we live in. But – if we're all paying into the same system, we want the exact same thing out of it, no matter where I'm living. Right. You as, it shouldn't be extra money because you as a voter, I, don't, I don't have a zoo. Right. But you as a voter, as a citizen, demand that Wyoming have a zoo. You go, or that you demand that Wyoming have a statue, whatever it is that you feel that Wyoming should have. That is I, democracy. You that get, is, absolutely. You get to go out and, and, and you say, get to vote, but I don't think it'd be fair because you're always going to give more money to the populous states. California, New sure. York. We're always going to get more money, Absolutely. which would be per, per capita, yes. But if Wyoming gets the same amount of money that California does for whatever, we have what four zoos out here. You know, I, we probably have more than four zoos. I know we have Santa Barbara, San Diego, L.A. Right. You know, whatever. Well, most of those are independent zoos. Okay, LA zoo is, uh, I'm just anyway, I'm just throwing them out there because every, every <laughs> city, matter. some city has zoos, right? There's always something. That's even part of what makes you a major city is that you have a zoo. Uh, but if you don't have one, then it's just free money. Sure. I guess. So, yeah. so how, do, how does that get divided up? Do you, did you already have okay. to have a zoo or is it every city? Look, there's that gets not, to have, cause there's every not a, city, every County. All right. Let's backpedal a little bit. There's not a zoo fund there. All the money is divided per capita. Each person, all the sale, all the taxes that are derived is split up and, each person is entitled to $7 tax or whatever, or $7 of that money. The government that we then elect determines how my $7 is going, how my share is going to be spent. So uh, if California has 10 people, it gets $70. And if Wyoming has five people, it gets $35. My politicians decide what to do with that $70 just as well as Wyoming's politicians decide what to do with their $35. If Wyoming gets bent because they have fewer people and can't have a zoo and they want a zoo, then they need to figure out as a business how to increase their population, reinvest in their economy so they can get more people to have more tax dollars to then be able to have a zoo. How are you going to be able to get more people in there because you're not going to have the factories? If I have a factory, I'd probably go to California, one of the populous ones, because there's going to be more money there, more people working there. Which means uh, I, I have a better but that's, chance. But that's not exactly true because as a factory, you would be able to actually uh, – and this is part of economics and why cities and states entice factories to come there, why Walmart doesn't have to pay sales ta- or taxes or whatever the fuck it is for a few years when they open up in a place. Um, you could sway an, ent- an entire economy. If GM wanted to move to Wyoming and drag – you know. 35 hostess wanted to you know move to Wyoming and drag 18,000 employees with them. You build an entire economy and have enough money to build a zoo. But I don't understand why where, you're right. where, where what's that wrong money, with the where, per capita? Where is that money where because it's never going to work out fair, no matter what. It's not so work your out system, fair. your system is that everybody has their own sales tax and that uh, we have the current fucked up federal income tax system. That well, I think we just charge people more. <laughs> Well, I don't know. What are you after? Where Where are you trying? What's your solution? I have no solution. I'm, I'm just here. I'm just. Well, you, you, if if you have 
if you have any prayer of me choosing you as my vice presidential <laughs> candidate, you have to have something. I think a personal tax should be a flat tax. I think a flat matter. income tax or a flat sales tax, a flat income tax. If you're getting taxed, but you're throwing it all into, we'd never have paperwork ever again is what you're, you're throwing it in at. Yeah, pretty much. Which see, that doesn't necessarily work because, okay, now I've made a million dollars. I own a company. I'm Romney, right? I've, I've made all this money. Okay. Where's my incentive incentive to put my money back in anywhere? Why would I take my $5 billion that I have and invest in a company? I already have $5 billion. I yeah, don't need it. But what you're missing is every dollar that you made, tax was paid out on. You're talking about, you're, you're Okay, but, you're now, thinking, but now I have it. Yeah, Why, what would make me want to do something for the good of everybody else? Okay, you're thinking in turn. Well, I don't know what made Bill, fucking Bill Gates. I mean, that was crazy. What doesn't he? Because he pays a lower, a lower tax rate. So therefore, right. the idea is you right. put money back in, and if we go to the Republicans, right. it's a trickle down effect, right. is what that is. Yeah, trickle down economics doesn't work. <laughs> we well, yes and no, because of the fact no, they pay it doesn't work because they pay less taxes. They do create more businesses. Can you can can you say they don't? What that is absolutely not true. That is true because of the fact that I I get a lower tax rate, I'm more willing to risk my money because I am able to because I pay less taxes on. It. So instead of paying that extra million dollars that was going to go to taxes, I can now invest a million dollars in a company. That is absolutely not true. That is true. That is because it, it's less risk for me. You're an entrepreneur whether uh the tax money is there or not. Um the more look if the tax break wasn't there and you didn't have the extra million dollars, when you made the extra million dollars, you would have invested in another property. Maybe. In another, uh, but uh, if you have an incentive, right? Trickle down and economics we work, and we does work, not work. And we work on and we know we work on incentives, don't we? We know trickle down doesn't work. What's your incentive for going to work had, every day? We've had like <laughs> 20 years of trickle down economics and it hasn't trickled down. It uh, doesn't work. Um it it's a it's a nice idea when you have a lot of money in the bank because it is and and that's true and look, that's and that's republican white males if the rich males. people are supporting it it's not going to help the poor people that's how but it works but the idea behind it yes is it is it a perfect system absolutely not but no. it is true that if you have an incentive to do something which is lower taxes i'm more willing to invest in a company the idea is okay. that company's going to make me money but okay. it may not but because of the fact that i have the incentive that I can make more money and I don't have to pay as many taxes. That's the idea. Okay. So Wyoming needs a zoo. You have a million bucks. So Wyoming uh, makes a deal with you that if you invest in the zoo, you will get something more out of it than if you just let your money sit in the bank. Now that could just be the ability to pet a tiger. And then that's, that's any business. Yeah. Or a higher percentage. Wyoming wants the, wants a zoo can't afford it. So, but they can afford 30% of the zoo. So they come to you and they ask you, let's say they can afford 50%. That number's easier. So they come to you and they ask you as a millionaire to put up the other 50% in exchange, you get 75% of the zoo's profit. So that's where you're going to get back without the government having to give you a tax break or a tax incentive. That is business giving you a tax break or a tax incentive. Are they going to be able to survive on giving me 75%? Because what happens when they decide that? Well, that's up to you as a business person to figure out if this is a good investment or not, or if this is the Segway or the Twinkie. The Twinkie was a good idea. <laughs> the Twinkie was a great now, idea. That's it, why they're at like $5,000, which no one will ever pay, but uh, on eBay, they were, they were so ridiculously overpriced. 
Why? Can you not go into Vons right now and buy a Twinkie? No. Oh, they're completely gone? Well, the stores, everyone's going off and buying them off right now, but there oh. were still some in their storage, and they are being shipped out right. currently. The, the Twinkie, okay, well, we all know that the Twinkie and the Ding Dong and the Suzy Q are going to be purchased by another company, be it... Bimbo right now was their big one. Yeah, ConAgra or Bimbo are the two ones. Keebler, Bain Capital, Mitt Romney because it has a name. You're going to buy absolutely. You're going to buy the name. Uh, You know, Disney paid a shitload of money for Star Wars. Disney's probably looking at Twinkie. They can make a fucking Twinkie movie (laughs) and make money. Um, Twinkie the Kid isn't that his name? The bottom line with what's going on with Twinkie is, and we've talked about this before. uh, Specifically, I said that unions are good for the employees, but are not good for the employers, and that's exactly what. What's happening at Hostess? The union uh, won't bend, and Hostess has finally took the last fucking step, which was to threaten to go out of business, hoping that the union would cave. But frankly, if the union doesn't cave, then Hostess goes out of business, and all because we haven't. It hasn't completely been. The axe isn't in the sword isn't in the stone. We're not done. Um, Hostess could still survive. Well, yeah, it's, a, it's in care. bankruptcy, right? Well, it's, it's in, the, right. the judge is doing the whole bankruptcy thing. So uh, it's possible for it to survive at the moment. Uh, now, as a striker, would you be pissed that I joined with the union about that? Because it's the holiday season, and now me and right. 17,999 of my closest friends are now out of business, don't have a job. But, and this is what's happened uh, in the past with unions. Sometimes the unions get what they want. They, they go on strike, they stronghold, and they get what they want, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes they put the company out of business. And in this case, that company will go out of business, and that those names and products will sell, and the people at the top will still make money. Of course they will. And the 18,000 people who lose their jobs, they're just fucked. They Maybe are, they go to work get... for Bimbo in Mexico. Exactly. Off to Mexico I go. They do and have back to, bear, to back to being uneducated <laughs> and working on a Twinkie assembly line because there's no four-year college degree that's fucking making Twinkies. Uh, probably not, and that's the, uh, that's the issue, right? They're all unskilled. I mean, they're bakers, right. but... Really, and if they're not really bakers, well, they're exactly. assembly line bakers. Well, exactly. I have to put two pounds of flour into right. this machine, or watch the machine put two pounds of flour. Right. In. I'm not necessarily out there being on cake wars or whatever right. those shows are. Right, exactly. Um, and then, yeah, so uh, confectionary arts. Yeah, I don't, I don't see them doing that. No, they don't, they don't go not. home and make their own Twinkies, do they? Probably not. They're just assembly line. They're just assembly line workers, and they'll need another job. And they'll probably go back to school and become educated for. Nothing. And then expect a lot more money. Yes. Well, uh, that's what they're, they're expecting if they're, right if now. Union, yeah. Well, if they're a union. They're probably still making 20 some odd dollars to watch a machine do something and was calling themselves a baker. Probably. And they're probably making it in a, uh, uh, country, or in a state like Wyoming where Alabama, where the cost of living is much lower. I forget. I think it was like Indiana. Um, the, you could 60, uh, you buy a house for 60 grand a year or 60 grand. Um, and have all the creature comforts. It was the best place to live. You got the highest paid with the lowest expense. Um, a regular worker who just worked at like a McDonald's could afford to buy a house and uh, live a good life in Indiana. It was the uh, the highest quality of life. That, that's what it was. So all you unschooled unskilled laborers, yeah, time to go head out there, get a nice house. There's the incentive. How do you get? You said, how do you get people to come to my state? There's the incentive. Fucking well, but they're all going to be paying the the same taxes, though. I imagine they they probably don't have a high tax like California does. Our ten percent, Indiana could be five percent. I don't know. 
But our taxes have to go to our high-speed rail that's going to go up to San Francisco because that's where everyone in L.A. wants to go. I'm looking forward to that. That'd be good. Yeah, because you'll you'll ride it. (laughs) Never. I don't know. Maybe I might. Maybe once just to say I've done it. Um, you know, you're supposed to be in Frisco in two hours, right? Uh, it depends on the cost and it depends on the station. I mean, I can go to Burbank and I can fly to Frisco, uh, in an hour. Um, let's see, probably airport. If I was really efficient on it, I could probably, well, no, I have to be at the airport an hour early. I could probably do the entire thing in about two and a half hours and a hundred bucks. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know if it were $50 to take the train and be there in two hours. You can work on the train, and there is Wi-Fi. You, ha- you can't have the same hassles that air travel has. You think, like if I'm going to get know. if I'm going to get a rectal exam, and I have to be at the train station an hour early, then it's not going to work out. It's got to be like the subway. I got to be able to just fucking walk in, go to an automated machine, buy a ticket, and plop down, and two hours later, I'm in Frisco. That's the idea, and it's got to have be like that because it's got to have Wi-Fi. Um, well, I'm, I'm sure it will because like most planes have out Wi-Fi now. Well, they're starting to, but I mean, it, it has to have that. Has to have a dining cart. Um, has to have a Starbucks on board, <laughs> which of course it will. These are all the doable things for a uh, an express rail. Um, we do. I mean, you. I know you're against that rail system. Um, I'm not against it. I, I'm not against it. I just don't think that is the best place for it to go to. We, uh, as Southern Californians, Americans I don't see us going there. If it was from here to Chicago, Ameri- that would make sense. Americans have shied away from our rail system for many years. Uh, and that's a shame because it's a pretty efficient way to get shit across the country. It is. But we're, but we live in a society that does what we want it now. We want it now. If but- I want to, if I want to fly from here to Texas, it takes me three hours, four hours or whatever, you know, by getting to the, the right airport, heading over there by rail. It takes me two days. Right. What, what, and, and you're stopping but everywhere. That's the point of building a high speed rail to San Francisco is as the technology evolves, then all of our rail systems across the country can then evolve. But we're one of the, I think we're the only state that signed on to get the federal money for that. No other states okay. did. Right. Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> but like, I think half of it is paid by the federal money, right? Well, yeah, but we had to sign on to it saying that's what we're going to do with the money. Right. right? We got extra money to, um, to help us out, but that still leaves us I know in, billions in, of uh, dollars for a rail that's going to go. If it's going to go from Victorville to Vegas, that's the way to go. I think you get a lot more use out of it than from here to San Francisco. Well, I think that's true, but uh, then that's California. Uh, California had to sign on for it, so that would be California going to Nevada. So it takes you to um, state line, and they, they have some well, – We still know where people are going. Um, this is trying to connect commerce in, might I remind you, the ninth – what it would be the ninth largest country in the world <laughs> – uh, so maybe we're planning for that. Maybe we're planning for succession so we're go ahead and, um, the union. and make sure because that's worked out for the, these states who've done that in the past. Who succeeded? Uh, let's see the, the South. Yeah, the but that's, I, we're going way back. Now, well, yeah, right? but what happened? I didn't know if you were going to come up with like, well, in 1986, no, North no, Dakota no. succeeded from South Dakota and that's why we <laughs> that's have right. the let's, two Dakotas. No, shit. no, no. It was, but they did. And then what happened? We end up going to war with them. We're like, well, we're not going to have that. We're going to take you back. We took them back. And then we had military actions going on. So each general was in charge of different areas of the, of, so right. Texas go ahead, goes ahead and leaves. We're like, 
Uh, now, we kind of like your oil, so we're going to take you over, and now we're going to place these military people in there to make sure you guys don't ever try this again. Yeah. Nobody's succeeding from anybody. Well, they're not going to. It would be stupid. They, they could not survive, especially it's, Virginia. What the hell would Virginia do? Uh, we have tobacco. It's Texas rebelling against... Uh, oh, of course it is. And yeah. I don't understand Florida because Florida went blue. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> but like I said, I know it's not actual the state. It's people who... But Florida... Well, my okay. team lost. Florida I can't be goes, a loser. Florida goes blue not because uh, they are, uh, they're going Democrat, just because they're not going Republican. <laughs> Well, and that's and that's and this too. goes. We got off of this earlier, but it goes to the Republicans being out of touch with their base. Back to that, or not even out of touch with their base. They're in touch with their base. They're out of touch with the people. Um, their base is getting old and dying. And we talked about this previous podcasts that seventeen percent of the population. I think it's like seventeen percent is white, fifty five Hispanic, like fifty eight percent are females. Well, Republicans could not connect with Hispanics or females. What a rich white guy. Now here's Romney the weird did have thing. a book of females. Okay. Here's the weird thing is that, uh, the Republican party has more Hispanics and females in office than the democratic party. Hmm. How weird is that? That is, they have more Mexicans, more Hispanics. We'll say more Hispanics and more women than the Democrats do yet. They cannot get through to the, those people. Well, who do they, they put up those people? They put up, you know, lily white Christians <laughs> who wear magic underwear and are Mormons. Exactly. And then they surround themselves by a bunch of fucking other, you know, white Christian dumbasses that say it isn't real rape if she doesn't get pregnant or God has a way of shutting down the body and all the, you know, stupid shit that they say. And I, 47% I never, of America, 40%, exactly. Let's kill big bird. Why? And I said this back with McCain, fucking Joe, the plumber. And I'm a maverick. It, you know, it, winning an election is not about a catchphrase and a fucking joke. And I don't know when the Republican party is going to get that maybe this time around, um, you know, stop fucking around and be serious about things and, uh, you know, stop spending all your time worrying about what people are doing with their dicks. I mean, or their vaginas. Yeah, Why did I clean that word up? <laughs> anyway, we are at uh, an hour and two minutes. This oh is my a God. ridiculously long podcast on the political system. I don't even know that we necessarily talked about politics. Uh, yeah, I don't even think we finished any, any of the conversations up. No, <laughs> we're, we're still in. We didn't. We, we are s- not convinced either way. Do I like we it? Do are, I not like it? We are like the American government. We solve nothing. That's right. It's going to take a lot of time to solve. Yeah. All right. Anything else that you wanted to add before we heaven is doing good. Good for heaven. <laughs> good for her. <laughs> She's got her motorcycle. I think she has a motorcycle license as of today. Oh, you so don't there we know. go. Well, I don't know. Cause I haven't talked to her today, but I know yesterday she was, everything was going good. Uh, only one guy got kicked out <laughs> <laughs> for being drunk. <laughs> no, no, no. He got key. He was, he was old and was a safety issue for everybody else. And I'm thinking, well, I hope the guy doesn't decide to go off and ride a motorcycle on his own, which you can do. Uh, but anyway, yeah. We always have to have something about heaven in there. So I guess heaven is doing well. I get to see her this weekend. So that's good. Cool. Happy to see that. Uh, That's cool. All right. Well, uh, I'm Vince Roca. I'm Michael Hutchinson. Uh, Leave your comments, suggestions, thoughts, and uh, political ideas on iTunes. We might read those. And uh, for more on the show, visit getconvinced.com.